Alex glanced over and smiled at his sleeping passenger. Her earbuds had fallen out and her head lolled to the side, her mouth open. She must be really tired to sleep through the first two periods of the hockey game. Katie looked like a typical freshman, young and clueless. The newness of college hadn't worn off yet. She was eager, nervous, and clearly driven. Not that he was so old and worldly in his sophomore year, but the past seven months had put him through hell and back. He glanced at Katie again. Her long lashes lay against her rosy cheeks like butterfly wings. She didn't wear much makeup, and he liked that. His cell phone rang and he quickly grabbed it to avoid waking Katie. Hello? He said quietly. Please tell me you're almost here. He frowned at the annoyingly familiar voice. Not even close. But I told my mom you'd be here in time for dinner. He sighed. Trina, I told you I wouldn't get there in time to eat and that I was staying home tonight. I just finished my last final this morning. I need a break. Well, I don't. I haven't seen you since Thanksgiving, and then my grandma died and messed up the whole weekend. Alex couldn't believe he had ever agreed to marry her. Granted, she'd tricked him into it. He thought he'd fix the situation, but Trina refused to listen. This time, he wouldn't let Trina derail him when he tried to break it off. Their relationship had gone on far too long, and for all the wrong reasons. I'll be over in the afternoon of Christmas Eve. You and I need to talk, he said. Are you transferring up here? Oh my God, that would be the best Christmas gift ever. No, I'm not transferring. I'm staying in Madison. She knew why he wanted to talk and kept deluding herself that it wasn't to break up once and for all. I hate Madison. Ever since you got there, you've changed. Suddenly you want all different things. Her whiny tone grated like nails on a chalkboard. Getting out of Ashland was the best thing he ever did. It opened his eyes to all life had to offer. Oh, before I forget, Trina changed topics faster than musicians changed keys. I was at the mall today and saw a super cute white coat with a fur-lined hood. It was on hold for someone at the checkout counter. This ugly clerk with a big nose said it was the only one left, and I couldn't have it. Alex knew without hearing another word that Trina had bullied the poor clerk into selling it to her. But I made her sell it to me. I can't wait for you to see it. It's amazing. After an awkward silence, Trina's incessant chatter continued. So what did you get me? Trina, let's talk tomorrow. Are your mom and dad going to be around? Why? Oh my God, you want to set a date? She squealed into the phone and Alex wished he could crush the damn thing to pieces. I'm totally coming over tonight to wait for you at your parents. No, I don't want to set a date and don't come over. Listen, I won't be home till late. I've got to drop off. He glanced at Katie. A friend. Not fair. Trina's voice turned pouty. But you have to come over on Christmas Day. I told my mom you were spending the entire day with me. She wants me to help cook dinner. 
if you're there, I won't have to. Alex sighed. You know I can't do that. I always help serve dinner with my family at the senior center on Christmas Day. Katie stirred and opened her eyes. The instant she saw Alex, she sat up and looked straight ahead. Listen, I've got to go. I'll talk to you soon. He hung up before Trina could argue or coerce him into promising something he couldn't deliver.